0: Welcome to the STEMcast. STEM stands for science, engineering, technology,
1: mathematics. And we do that, and we also answer your questions sometimes when we're good at answering questions. That's Jessica. And that's Elizabeth. So welcome. What's up, Jessica? Well, last week we both did our Ig Nobel Prize. And this week, because that went on for a long time... This week, we decided to answer two questions, and both questions I got on Instagram. Nobody emailed us, which is so sad. Email us, podcast at um, and then we can answer in real life on Skype and not via Instagram. But anyway, we have two questions on Instagram to answer.
0: Maybe this, like, email thing is a, it's a blast from the past, you know? All the, all the kids that are in uni now are using the Gram.
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe we could yeah. just call people on the Gram. So, what did you have planned for today? I've been thinking about the buzzwords that I've constantly
0: been nagged with the past
1: year. Okay,
0: are two of them that have constantly nagged me, and one that someone told me last week that I just really like, because it really applies to me. Yeah. It... So I'm going to start with my my buzzword. Okay, let's say that the buzzword from the past five years have been digitalization. Okay, yeah. The buzzword from the past year is when people are saying, quotation mark, digitalization is a buzzword, quotation mark.
1: Wait, so the buzzword is digitalization? digitalization is a buzzword yeah like you haven't actually heard the digitalization word you've just been hearing digitalization is a buzzword
0: yeah but people have been talking about digitalization the past five years but this year maybe okay after the summer the late 2018 every time someone had mentioned digitalization they also said i know it's a buzzword but okay okay and digitalization, is there a definition that we should yeah. know of? This is from Urban Dictionary because that's my main source of information when okay. it comes to words. Of course. <laughs> so it's a combining and application of a mix of invention, existing processes and technologies in a new way that achieves a desirable change in cost, quality, financial flows and or service. Hmm. The ability to sustain continued business growth without adding incremental in sentimental, increasing, <laughs> yeah, you know which word I'm going for, headcount okay. through the process of digitalization. You see, they used the word digitalization to define digitalization.
1: Hmm, seems wrong, but it's D- urban dictionary, so okay. <laughs> it's like, it's
0: like uh, the infinity symbol, it just eats of its own tail. They start, to, they start the definition, digitalization, colon, and then they end it with digitalization. <laughs> Okay. And you have an example. Okay. And and the example is how can we use digitalization to improve our productivity without incurring capital and labor costs? And?
1: Do you have (laughs) an answer? Example. (laughs) But you don't have an answer? No. Maybe they ask you this in an interview. Yeah, but
0: digitalization, it can be anything from collecting data, like smart data acquisition and data management and analysis and stuff you know Mm -hmm. it's very it's very broad and it's very vague Mm -hmm. so I feel like it's a word that a lot of people use in a lot of contexts it's never wrong it's never used in the wrong way it always works but the person might not actually know what they're going for
1: yeah so what's the second word you got yeah it's also a d word
0: so it's a digital detox yeah I heard that Yeah, so that's where you take a break from the permanent connection to the world in our digitized life. Yeah, so... Two occasions where you should take a digital detox. Mm -hmm. These are also words that I've been hearing a lot lately. And that's when you have phantom vibration syndrome,
1: PVS. Okay, phantom. So that's like where you think you feel your phone buzzing? Mm. That's sad. Yeah, but I, I, I don't have my phone on buzzing,
0: but I have it on, like, the screen lights up every time something happens. And if I'm, like, walking past my phone and the light from the window is, like, reflecting in a different way, I always think I'm getting a text. Yeah, I'm, I get that, too. Okay. Yeah, please email us so we get <laughs> some notifications. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And the other one that is also a symptom that you need a digital detox is that you have, like, severe FOMO.
1: Ah, uh, you mean from
0: Instagram? Yeah, fear of missing out. But if you have it in like a severe case, you can't go on the gram without missing out on something.
1: Okay, my suggestion to those people, because I just recently made an Instagram post about it, unfollow those people. Even if it's your friend and they're posting about how great their vacation is or how cute their children are, or they're like making out with their boyfriend all the time and like, oh, I love you, blah, blah, blah. And if it makes you jealous and you recognize that you're jealous from it, just unfollow them. Like even if it's your friend and then they're like, Oh, why did you unfollow me? Just be like, listen, I love you, but I'm just in a place right now where whenever I see your photos, it makes me really jealous and upset. So Mm. uh, I would really, I just, I'm not in a place to look at that right now. I hope you understand. Let's do something this weekend together in person, or I hope we can still be like friends in person Mm. or i'd rather be your friend in person yeah have you
0: have you ever taken that uh, discussion with anyone
1: no most of the time someone's like why did you unfollow me i just block them (laughs) but but i don't follow anyone that's gonna make me feel shitty yeah yeah and i hope i don't make people feel shitty
0: I deleted the Grammys for this reason, that I was looking at people's perfect lives and wondering why I weren't in those slice.
1: Well, it's all fake. It's really yeah. all fake. Like, so much of Instagram is fake. I've heard stories of, like, couples that were about to get divorced and they still got dressed, went into a field, and frolicked for the camera and, like, wrote some... cat. Like, you can find this stuff online. Um, yeah. Yeah. If it makes you feel shitty unfollow Mm. worry about your own life yeah you don't need a digital detox
0: just mind your own business
1: or maybe that is your version of a detox only allow good things into your life so
0: this word my last word I don't know it's not a buzzword I haven't heard it before actually but then someone told me to stop doing it and then I got curious and now I know that this is what I do pretty much all the time, all of my waking time, So someone told me to stop text explaining.
1: <laughs> OK, continue. What is that?:
0: And this is the urban dictionary explanation, so it's um, text explaining, being talked down to by someone who assumes that you cannot possibly know about or understand anything about computers and/or software. <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is, I'm not doing it in regards to computers and software. I'm doing it in regards to beloved electrochemistry, which I always talk about. So I'm just dropping all these concepts from electrochemistry when I'm talking to people sometimes. When they're like, oh, what do you work with? And I'm like, yeah, this or that. And then these concepts from electrochemistry, they're not really related to what I work with. These are like very common concepts within electrochemistry. But the people I talk to don't know that.
1: Yeah, sometimes I'm like trying to explain something to someone. But then I'm like, I say CFD, and then I'm like, oh, I don't know if they know what CFD is. So then I'm like, because I don't want to sound like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And I start saying all these buzzwords, and then they're just like, can you stop being so pretentious, like you pretending mm. like you're so smart? So then I start, I'm like, CFD stands for computational. Fl-. And they're like, yeah, I know I'm not an idiot. And I'm like, okay. It's like always this fine line of, am, yeah. am I... Explaining too much, or am I explaining too little?
0: No, like maybe some people are talking about like, hey, how are we gonna electrify the mobility in Sweden? And I can be like, oh yeah, you know, we need the nickel cadmium type of lithium ion battery. And they're like, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So then in your head you're like, shh, stop explaining, Elizabeth.
0: Yeah. If there's a chemist listening to this, they would know that there's no such thing as nickel cadmium; it's nickel cobalt, and they would be like, oh. but if I'm talking to Anyone outside this field, they would be like, "Cool," but then you would
1: need to explain.
0: Well, I'm not providing an explanation. I'm just saying, like, some chemistry
1: words, you know. Okay, wait. I'm lost now. What What was the point of?
0: Uh, there's no point. It's okay. <laughs> it's been wrong.
1: Sorry. Okay. I have I have some buzzwords that are nice. real buzzwords. AI. Yeah. Abbreviation for artificial intelligence. So, artificial intelligence where computers learn from performing tasks and the Mm. results being classified as good or bad, Mm. causing the computer to strive for good results. Are you afraid of AI? No. (laughs) This is the Urban Dictionary definition, but no, (laughs) I'm not afraid. So here's the Urban Dictionary example. AI, what does the A stand for? Artificial. And what does the I stand for? Intelligence. Oh, what was the A again? Let's, <laughs> let's move on. But <laughs> that's the Urban Dictionary definition. Yeah. Um, maybe, that, maybe you need to text plain. Yeah, maybe. Okay, machine learning is another, yeah, another buzzword. So Urban Dictionary definition. An artificial intelligence algorithm that proposes solutions to a problem after learning from several trial and error attempts. First first definition. Second definition is a term that students use at hackathons to sound smart, especially when they have no idea what it means.
0: I think that's funny. You often see like people holding presentations about like, yeah, this is how we're going to digitalize our process. And then they put up like bullet points and they write both AI and machine learning. Yeah. And for me, those are kind of not interchangeable, but I would say that AI overlaps machine learning.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. And, well, here's the example Urban Dictionary gives. Mm-hmm. An example from 2001 Hackathon, a C++ code. Basically, the code is just, like, calls for, says, enter your name, and the input is name, so you write your name. It's, like, two lines of code. Mm-hmm. And then after you write your name, the C++ code uh writes, hello, so if you enter your name, Brian, the C++ code writes, hello, Brian. And then Brian wrote, uh, Brian says, we used machine learning to greet uh, users by learning their name.
0: <laughs> nice. Hey, Jess, can you look up the Urban Dictionary definition for hackathon? Yeah. Because I think there might be some juicy things there.
1: Having company employees come in and work all night under the geese of innovation and opportunity with little or no reward to oneself for the sole purpose of benefiting the company. Nice. Please join us in our hackathon next week. We will provide pizza and beer in exchange for you burning yourself out. <laughs> Please someone call us. <laughs> My number is
0: plus 46 zero, <laughs> zero. <laughs>
1: No, but no one would call me anyway. But please, people, email us. We want to give you advice. People are always messaging me on YouTube and Instagram, and I'm like, I'll just answer this via Skype. Like, don't you? Like, you're asking the question. Let me answer it for you. (gasps) So, we got some questions through the Instagram. Yes. So we don't have anyone to call this week. But I got a question. So someone asked, should I retake a class that I passed but learned nothing from? That means that I would have to retake my whole studies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, savage, Elizabeth, savage. (laughs) I'm savage to myself. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so. It depends, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I can list so many classes that I didn't learn anything from, but it was because I actually didn't care about the class. So if I didn't care about the class, then I was probably like, I don't need this.
0: Why didn't you learn anything? Was the content not communicated properly? Was there like a bad professor presenting it? Were you stressed about other things in life? So you just weren't able to take in the content because you were stressed about another course or other events in your life? Yeah, like did you prioritize other class that were harder for you and you were super interested in this topic but you had to study something else just to manage the semester? Like, there's so many reasons that knowledge doesn't stick. Sometimes it just doesn't stick because it's not interesting, like, things. Like. Yeah,
1: that's exactly... Like, sometimes I've definitely taken some classes where I just aimed to pass because I actually did not care about the the content. Like, for example, engineering economics... I did not care. I was like, I'm never going to use this in my life. Let me just pass this class. And then, yeah, okay, I just passed. Should I retake the class? No, because I don't care about the content. Mm. Um, Whereas maybe there's a class that you're like, okay, this is going to be important in life. Shit, I don't understand any of this stuff. Crap, crap, crap. I don't have enough time to study. No, 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 no. Okay, hopefully I pass. Okay, I passed. And then Mm -hmm. you leave thinking, dang, I didn't learn anything in Dynamics 1. Maybe I should probably retake the class. But honestly, I remember learning a lot in Dynamics 1 and I don't remember anything right now. What was that, five years ago? If I wanted to learn something, I could always revisit online or like look at my notes or something like that. You know what I mean?
0: maybe this person should consider looking if there's any follow-up classes like okay you don't remember anything from dynamics one but I know that as soon as you step into dynamics two although you feel like I can't upfront pull out anything from this dynamics one but as soon as you will walk into dynamics two you will probably remember some concepts and it will all come back to you at least that's how it works for me
1: being very aware of how much knowledge you have and what you want in life like it's really easy to say oh I should retake all of the classes I don't understand or you know what I mean Mm. like it's a very easy way to just be like if I didn't get an A in these classes then I should retake them not saying it's an easy route to take but it's definitely like an easy conclusion to come to whereas if you're like what do I want in life? Where? What will take me there? Where do I want to end up? Okay, I want to end up working for a nuclear power company. Okay, I want to end up working programming for the nuclear power company. What are the steps that I need to get there? Okay, well, maybe I don't even need dynamics for that. Well, I am going to take these specialized courses. What are their prerequisites? Okay, none of them need dynamics. So, oh, okay, there's this one class that says I need dynamics, but nothing really seems like it builds off of dynamics in the mm. course content. So I'll just take it. And if I need dynamics, I'll just I'll just cross that bridge when I get there and I will figure it out. Yeah, it's an easy path to say I'm going
0: to retake this class until I get an A because... I think we've all been there when you're writing something, maybe it's a thesis, maybe it's like a paper or a laboratory report or something, and you're just never satisfied. You could edit things, you could rearrange the sentences forever. And sometimes it's just important to feel like, I'm not going to get further than this. You know the 80-20 rule? What is it? 20% of the analysis give 80% of the outcome or something.
1: Uh... So
0: like... Sometimes it doesn't help how much you iterate because it's not going to get any further. Sometimes you just need to do something else, get some other input. So that's rather how I would see it. If the person goes for an internship for a project and it feels like, oh shit, I would have really needed those dynamic knowledges now. Then I would consider looking into the material again. Mm -hmm. I don't see the added value in going for straight A's just to...
1: Or not even straight A's. I totally get it when people feel... Maybe, like, they don't deserve that course. You know, like, they passed, but they didn't learn anything. And, they're, and like, I totally get that feeling where you're like, oh, I totally don't deserve this course on my transcript. Or mm-hmm. I don't deserve to graduate half of the classes I just passed, and I didn't learn anything from them. I get that feeling. I'm sure everyone has felt like they're a fraud or they don't belong to the engineering or the science group of people because they're like oh I'm a fraud half of the classes I just passed blah 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 but you're not the only person I know so many people that have just passed let me say anywhere from one third to two thirds of all of the classes they've taken in their undergrad and then they find jobs and most of those jobs when you come out with a bachelor's they don't expect you to know anything I know people that have taken mechanical engineering and then now they do software engineering for the bank. Yeah.
0: Getting out in the real life, I see two options. Either they expect you to know nothing or they expect you to know everything. Yeah. There's really no one asking for calculating the drag of the air is subjected to the fly that sits on the jet plane. No one's asking for that.
1: Yeah. And no I, one's asking for that. No, no. And like even for me, I work in R&D right now. And they didn't ask me any of those questions. They just asked me to show me what I did for my thesis, which has nothing to do with, I would say, 95% of the courses I've taken. So yeah, I think that was a pretty good answer. What do you think? Do you have anything else to add? Maybe if you're solely interested in it, just take it out of interest. Or
0: a bit extra, ask to become a teaching assistant in the course because you never really learn something until you have taught it to others. If you have, like, a bad grade in the course, that's probably not
1: what the professors want I hear. Like, hey, why do you want to become a teaching assistant? Oh, yeah, because I didn't learn anything. Discourage people from punishing themselves yeah. for not learning anything. Because, like, I can list a lot of courses where... I don't know anything about them anymore. <laughs> yeah, same. I think,
0: yeah, same. You probably can't pull anything at the top of your head like this, but if you're asked something or if you're asked to reason about something, you probably can utilize the knowledge, but you just don't know it because you can't say that hard number on that um, constant that is used there. It's easy to forget that we're also learning concepts and we're learning how to design solutions rather than to have the solutions.
1: so next question yeah yeah this one was also from instagram right yes so i have a question from instagram so this person basically wrote me a big thing about how they're super stressed they don't have time for anything they're sleep deprived they're walking like zombie they haven't had one weekend free to rest they have a tutor tomorrow coming for math And they should have been practicing tonight, but they can't because they're so tired. Their friends Mm. in English literature and another friend in genetics complain that they had to go to uni for one weekend. And they're like, what the hell are you talking about? I have not had one weekend at home. I go every weekend to school. And basically, their question is... How do you deal with all of this crap? Basically, is there any way to have a relatively normal wife? Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> normal life, and not wife. Normal life and not become a Grinch while dealing with math and school and etc. I think
0: you need to let go on some things. You can't do everything perfect. Studying more hours is not always the solution, maybe. Maybe you would be more efficient if you go to the gym or if you go to the party or if you hang with your friends or if you get to know your peers.
1: Yeah, I mean, I always say it in terms of like, okay, look at your calendar. You have a project due in three weeks. You have two assignments due this week. You have five assignments you have to do next week, blah, 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 blah. Each Mm -hmm. of those things, you can be doing them forever. You can be doing them for the next three weeks and never get a day off or you can schedule things and schedule a day off in there. For example, if you have a project that's like due in three weeks, you can definitely do that project for three weeks, or you can do that project in two weeks Mm. and do the other assignments the last week. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you have something due tomorrow, you're going to work on it and finish it till it's done tomorrow. If you have something due at the end of the year, you could be working on it all year. Like, Elizabeth, have you ever sat down and like, you're like, okay, today I'm going to write this paper. And then like, you're writing the paper, you go on YouTube, you're writing the paper, you go get tea, you're writing the paper, you go have dinner, you're writing the paper. And it's like, why didn't you just say, okay, I have two hours, I'm going to write the intro. I have another two hours and I'm going to write the conclusion.
0: I think it's important to finish things and to put them behind you. I'm done now. Because otherwise, I don't know, it gets over your head. If you can't finish things, you will get too many things in parallel. There will always come new tasks.
1: Yeah, that's true. Oh, sorry, I just dropped some stuff.
0: But I think people react to university in two ways. There's either the people that dive deep in networking and doing the social life thing and doing everything and just having too much at their plate. And then there's uh, others They used to disappear. They used to dive too deep into the tasks.
1: Well, I was definitely one of those people that dove into tasks. But I made sure to schedule time with my friends, you know, and schedule kayaking time.
0: Yeah, I scheduled all the weekends for horses. Because I don't have a problem talking to people and I'm not shy, but I'm quite an introvert in regards to hanging around people drains a lot of energy for me. After being around a lot of people, I need to rest. So if I would have spent all my weekends talking to people and being social and going to other parties, that would have just drained me on so much energy. Yet again, I schedule time from the things that give me energy, like my horses and uh, sports.
1: Yeah. And then that would give you energy to tackle school because basically the biggest thing for me when I was in school was, yeah, I, you can get overwhelmed and the work never ends, Mm -hmm. but you're going to be so much slower at getting work done. Mm -hmm. If you're constantly just like half ass doing work. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're like, okay, I have this math assignment due in three days. I'm going to start now. And you do one problem and you stare at it and you stare at it and then you go on Google and then like you see an ad for something and then you go on YouTube and then you're like staring again and you're like, okay, I can't figure it out. I'm just going to go do something else. And then you go, you get up, you stretch, you blah, blah, blah. And then you come back and you still can't figure out the problem. Whereas if you had that assignment due the next day, you'd be like, shit, 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 shit. (laughs) And you'd be like really trying to finish it. Yeah. You know? So it's like pretend you have it due the next day. Which is basically just schedule in your calendar. Be like, no, I only have today to work on it. Because tomorrow I have to work on this project. And the day after that, I am going hiking. If I want to go hiking, I have to do it today.
0: When we lived together in Switzerland. I don't know if you joined that often. You joined at least once. But then we sat all day cramming in the kitchen. Me and two other guys. In the evening, we made blue wine and we watched Harry Potter. Yeah. And it was like focus now so we can watch harry potter
1: (laughs) exactly that's the thing like you have to have like small achievable goals and honestly for me the biggest thing is like scheduling everything like if you're like okay what are my assignments you write them all down okay when are they all due okay what am i going to do today and then like you write down the two assignments you're going to do today And then when you're done them, you can watch TV and relax.
0: You don't really get free time when you're grown up. When you're a child and you go to school, you get free time every weekend. But when you're studying and when you're working, you take free time.
1: Well, that's the thing. It's like this I thought. We're like, oh, I'm in school. I'm never going to have like, oh, I'm going to have free time when I graduate. No, you're always going to have to make that free time for yourself. Yeah. So learn to schedule it now. Also, like
0: now in hindsight, I would say that I regret missing out on a lot of social activities in school because I also like go deep into, my, into myself and into my stuff. I don't know if I would have managed as good in regards of grades or such if I would have been more social, but it would have been really cool to have extended my network further and gotten to know my peers a bit better because all my peers are super cool people having super cool jobs now and doing super cool things on the weekend. And I just wish I knew them better, but I, I, I know them, we're friends and so, but it would have been cool if I actually would have invested more time in them. And I guess a lot of us feel the same way about that. You're surrounded by people from all over your country, all over the world that has come to this place because you share an interest or you share like a drive for something. And it's really a good opportunity to talk to them and ask what's motivates them. How do they stay motivated? What's their vision for the future? You have so much to learn from your peers. They're cool people.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think that's good advice.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to put this in the podcast. We'll see. But the funny thing is that I'm doing the same thing now that I'm st- when I'm starting my new job. Because I'm always like, I should have been more social in school. And now, when I'm starting my new work, you're so used to this from school to you spend all day doing stuff. But at work, at five or six, whenever you're ending, you can actually let things go. But I just have a hard time doing that after being in school. Yeah. Like I want to finish things, but like with a work, you're working on a big project, you don't really finish a big project, you know. Yeah. So you must really learn how to be like no, stop. I'm going to go and get to know my peers now. But I'm really I'm really bad at that and I really need to for me like I need to plan and be and actually work on getting to know my peers.
1: Yeah, I mean It just depends on everyone's different. So for you, Mm -hmm. obviously, it's like, you want to schedule this as a priority, but maybe it's not your immediate priority.
0: Yeah, it's more also when you sit in the office all day, especially in like science and engineering, when you have a job where you sit down, I just want to go out and go running or go to the gym or do something. I don't want to go to a restaurant and have beers. Like, it's really nice to have beers. And I really want to get to know more people in my new hometown. And
1: But that's the thing, you schedule running because it's something important to you. Yeah. And so depending on what's important to you, for me, it was kayaking. Mm. So I would schedule kayaking and beers with friends Mm. into my study schedule.
0: Yeah. So I would summarize as focus on what gives you energy and schedule that and put that in your... You don't have to be the queen of everything. Don't neglect the people that gives you energy and that brings value to your life. And don't neglect the things that brings uh, value
1: to your life. That's really good, Elizabeth. That's really good, Sweden. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Sweden, for bringing us, Elizabeth. Yeah, send us your favorite buzzwords and email us if you have a question you want answered. And please, please, please write us a review. Write
0: us a review, including your favorite buzzwords.
1: (laughs) It would really help other people find the podcast and get their questions answered.
0: Ciao. Ciao. Bye.